You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hello, listener. This is the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. Active FM. And this is the way we start every show, right? Not really. We've started cooler differently. Before. Differently. My so favorite one, I still think, is the Ghostbusters one. Yeah, that one was that good. That was one epic intro. Awesome. But anyway, moving right along. <laughs> ah, we should have started with the. I was thinking of that, but I didn't know if I was going to get the pitch right, you see? You must zoom in on our eyes yeah, we'll, we'll and just make the screen red. You <laughs> <laughs> will stare at the camera. All right, just look at the camera to get that look. Okay, it'll be done. <laughs> go look on the movie show. We did it. There we go. <laughs> on on the YouTube. Podcast, on yes, YouTube. Go check TV. out. There, there we go. Is. And if you're wondering where that comes from, mm. it comes from Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2. No, was it in? It was in Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are doing Volume 2 today. Last week we did Volume 1. We are doing a Quentin Tarantino movie marathon. And this is Kill Bill, Volume 2. And if you have no clue who Quentin Tarantino... Like last week we did a... Um, Wikipedia. It was last week, right? It was last week, We yes. gave a Wikipedia info. But don't go there yet. It's fine. You can go there next week. Uh, I mean, next after <laughs> the show. Today, we are doing Volume 2. We had to do Volume 2 because you did Volume 1. And we are on a Tarantino uh, quest. Marathon. Marathon. Yes. Quest. Marathon. We are looking for Quentin yes. Tarantino. <laughs> quest. <laughs> if you have any details on where he is, on his whereabouts, please let us know at 084 Don't give them my number. You can't give them my number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kill Bill. So this film was uh, was done very quite quite differently. It was done differently. And quite a redirect, eh? Apparently, Quinson wanted. I don't know if he got it right, but the first the first Kill Bill Volume One was a very like kung fu, like martial yep. art, not martial, more kung fu. Yeah, but it had it played very heavily on the whole kung yeah. fu film genre. In fact, it even had a whole anime sequence. Yes an anime sequence in the film. Mm. And then this one, he said that he wanted it to be more of a Western, which I totally get. Like, honestly, he really, 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 really did do that. Even where he shot everything. Mm. The locations, all of that stuff. I personally loved the whole Kill Bill thing. And Bill as well. Didn't Bill have a... A cowboy hat. Yes. And his brother Bud lived in a caravan. Buddy, which got pythoned. Anyway, <laughs> you want to watch the film for that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that Bud was the same guy from Reservoir Dogs, right? <laughs> That's right. And apparently even, you know, in Reservoir yeah. Dogs, yes, that character was messed up. He wanted to uh, burn the policeman alive. So he took a, a gas can and was like yep. spraying, or what's it called? Throwing all the gas on him. Soaking. That gas canister apparently was in uh, Kill Bill Volume 2 where Uma Thurman is hiding under his caravan. No. You see the gas I canister. I missed that. Why did I miss that? I also missed it. I just read well, it off. I suppose it was just a gas canister. Okay, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but that is the same gas can from Reservoir Dogs. That, um, I must be honest, is one thing I appreciate um, f- f- what's the word? Appreciate of Quentin Tarantino yeah. because like he'll 
he's not there to waste money. Do you understand what I'm mm. saying? Like there's some there's some directors that like they want it big and they want a blockbuster just and they'll use just the same car. But that that's what Quinton does is he'll literally have the same car. Mm. He doesn't even change the color of the car. It's literally the same car in like bring his different in. films. Yeah. Yeah, just bring it in. And then like he'll he'll reuse props, he'll reuse things from like previous films. And his aim is actually to try and keep the budget often um down compared to like if you look at other films on this the same scale as his films generally the budget like yeah surpasses it by a lot whereas for him he's able to use what he has and yet do amazing things with it which yeah. i appreciate because like sometimes you feel like you need to have millions of dollars mm. but you don't type of thing mm. you can get it done quinton use the same car go quinton why would you buy another car why just use someone's car. <laughs> because like, what about his car? Oh no, uh, my <laughs> car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come there we go. We want your car. Thanks. Worry. We smash it all. Pay for it. Talking about smashing a car. <laughs> so Uber Thurman, right? <laughs> there was a scene where she was driving a car. Yep. There was lots of scenes actually. Ah, yeah. oh, I love the start. I love this movie from start to finish. I love the whole Kill Bill vol. I, for me, Kill Bill. It's funny. I was talking to Tim, who was on the the movie show back then and he didn't like Kill Bill he like was just like ultra yeah yeah wait hang on I need to give him a call <laughs> what is his number again um zero <laughs> zero eight four three what was the number I said previously okay so in 2018 right no the film didn't come out in 2018 it came out in 2004 but in 2018 Uma Thurman posted footage online of a car accident that occurred in 2002 while filming this movie at the time Thurman had voiced her reservations about filming a scene while driving a car over a straight dirt road and had requested for a stunt performer however since the scene was not considered to be a stunt and the stunt coordinator was not on set that day Quentin Tarantino persuaded her to shoot the scene herself while driving there was an unexpected turn in the road causing Thurman to lose control of the car and crash it into a tree leaving her with a concussion and damaged knees she tried to obtain the footage as proof but Harvey um, Weinstein who he if you look at um, most of Quentin Tarantino's films he produced a lot of his films but yeah, he, right. he's also the one that's been mm. the all the, the sexual misconduct allegations yeah that's, right. yeah that's him so he reportedly refused to release it unless she signed a document that would release the company from any liability years later tarantino finally gave her the footage and help helped her come forward in the wake of multiple sexual assault charges against weinstein with thurman also claiming to be one of his victims thurman and tarantino admitted that the incidents had caused a breach in trust which affected their working relationship for several years but they reconciled afterwards and remain on good terms ever since sure that's hectic i know right wow so it was harvey who held it back yeah because of the he didn't obviously she could have she could have pressed charges um against the in fact she should have pressed charges against i mean she she can she obtained a concussion and injury to mm. her knees do you understand what i'm yeah. saying like isn't there surely somewhere in the paperwork because then, i don't know if you know this even if you are filming on your own premises, right? You are filming on your own premises. You still have to get a... Filming permit. A filming permit mm. for your premises. 
Yeah, I don't get it either. But so like if if they go into that much detail when it comes to like film contracts, mm. like I, I really feel like her film contract was breached there. That sounds, uh, uh, I've got a lot, like, there's so many questions I've got there. And she was only able to obtain the footage in 2018. The filming happened in 2002. I mean, she must have been mad, number one. So how do we continue filming with an actor that is mad and probably got some issues? You know, I told him. Plus the producer sexually assaulted you. You see? Maybe that's what made Kill Bill Kill Bill. (laughs) That's what made her. (laughs) Oh, she was thinking of Harvey Weinstein. Just like, really like. Tweet, you see? Tweet. <laughs> you see? Yeah, no shame. Mm. Yeah, it's hectic. <laughs> yeah, so that that that's in the car accident. That's I feel like shocking. there's always a weird car fact whenever we do a Quentin Tarantino yeah. film. Like either his car was stolen and then found years later, or like it's been crashed, or yeah. Now the score, right? So the film score. Honestly, Kill Bill Volume One and Volume Two, the film score was so good. Like the music was brilliant. Mm. Do you know though that Robert Rodriguez, who did the film score, he scored the movie for only one dollar. Hmm? He was paid one dollar. He agreed to f- to score the film for one dollar. Oh. That's why I'm saying is Quentin Tarantino is brilliant at working the budget. I mean. Who who pays someone one dollar to to do a film score for a like a blockbuster movie? Do you understand what I'm saying? He promised him the next. So what? Film. Yeah. So in the next film, Quentin Tarantino repaid mm. him by directing a segment of Rodriguez's project Sin City, which was released in 2005 there for one dollar. So they that's I like Quentin though because mm. he'll like. Be based on relationship, it's like, hey, will you do me this favor? I'll pay you $1 for it. It's becomes, I mean, technically, wow. you didn't have to pay him anything, but the fact that he actually got paid $1 for it just says, like, here's your $1, man. Thanks for your hard work. And then, like, in the next or uh, the next three years, he then goes, and <laughs> I, I feel like I wouldn't spend that $1. I'd keep it as a memento. Oh, uh, hang it up on a yeah, wall. Yeah, no. Ta da! But I got paid for Kill Bill 2. For, for Kill Bill Volume 2. <laughs> but I'm sure also they would have, hmm. maybe not. Maybe though there would have been like, because you know what, like once a movie no, makes payoff, yeah. yes. So no, once you have a certain percentage that you will receive, depending mm. on how much the money makes. Mm. I think that's also why, like for example, not all cases, but why like actors and actresses will go to such like degrees to promote a film because obviously the more promotion, the wider the reach. And then obviously yeah. the more payout. Well, you said that uh, he, uh, in return, Quentin Tarantino directed. Yes. One of his, tr- so that project would have made uh, uh, Rodriguez an amount of money. Yeah. So in total, it's kind. You know, you didn't have to now pay off a director. Mm. The same with uh, Quentin didn't have to now pay off someone to do a film school. Film school, school so yeah. yeah kind of, you know, I make you money, you make me money. Yeah. Can I say one of my favorite moments in the film was when, you know, the chick with the eye patch yeah. <laughs> and uh, Uma Thurman are I fighting? Heard a, I, I heard, yeah, I heard some cool trivia about that, yes. Okay, well, I don't know if I have your trivia, uh, but I loved, no, I loved how she defeated her with oh, the yes. taking her eye out yes. and the pose. I yes. was just like, I shouldn't even kill her. Yeah. I suppose like, what are you going to do after so that? There's a thing going that if you look at uh, her training that she had with that, uh, what, that, that Chinese must that's the one uh, he 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 trained her 
in using her hands as a weapon. So if you actually look yeah. throughout the whole of Kill Bill, like she killed her with using her, her, hands. Uh, her hands and she killed Bill with her hands as well using that five point palm exploding hot. That thing was so cool. Tick. It was like. And then he was like, he told you the five. <laughs> 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 of course he did. That yeah. was one of the best death scenes, though, I must say. Like, Just like that. He was like, you know what? Because you were able to do that, I accept a death. My only thing was that, yes, and if you also look when she was in the coffin, she used her hand as yes. well. Yes. So she, she used her hand, she had the sword and that. But um, if you if you actually look at, uh, yes, as I've completely lost my my point. Anyway, yeah, her hand is a weapon. So yeah, she ends up killing Bull with her hand. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you I, were on a trivia note where with the, the fight scene between yes. the two. Okay, oh, yes. Well, okay, yes. there we go. I still thought to myself, how did she leave? Uh, is it Ella? The No, the chick with the iPad? Yeah, I don't know the character's yes. name. Yes. The actor's name's Daryl Hannah. She left because she, she left her behind. So mm. I was like, that's not a good idea. Because what if she comes back with two eye patches? <laughs> no, but also like. And isn't there talk about Kill Bill Volume 3? Yeah, that's what I heard. There was some notices. I don't think so. Yeah, but I don't think so either. I'm just saying. Because um, Kill Bill wasn't supposed to be, maybe it'll be two films. Maybe it'll be Kill Ella. <laughs> oh, wow. It was supposed to be one film. In fact, it was mm. planned originally when Quentin Tarantino planned it. He planned mm. for it to be one four-hour-long film because that's what it is. It's two two-hour films. So mm. together, it's four hours. Obviously, they... they I, I don't think people... People and movies nah. and long movies are just like Meh. so mm. uh, and uh, yeah I suppose mm. yeah well you get us and then you get everyone else yeah basically there's people out there that complain up whine about long movies Psh. I mean come on man what's your problem so they then obviously released it in two parts so technically Kill Bill Volume 2 is Quentin Tarantino's first and only sequel because yep. he's never he's never made a sequel yeah. to any of his films but at the same time it's technically not a sequel because mm. it was written as one story that's why it's Volume 1 and Volume 2 but yeah. if you think about it it is a, a sequel yeah. but Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah so Daryl Hannah was the chick with the eye patch apparently did not get along with each other and reportedly instructed her and cinema staff to ensure that they were kept separate from each other during the press tour for volume one mm. and then they were again at odds at the film screening at the Cannes um, Film Festival and operated sorry and ordered separate areas to be created at the after show party so they wouldn't clash then when the two women won best fight at the 2005 MTV Movie Awards only Daryl attended Uma's absence was conspicuous and considered already that she had gone the previous year to collect the award for her fight in volume one so i thought they would get together there. Oh, love you man i know oh, i'm sorry this is such a great reward we you know just for the wow so like mm. i suppose that fight scene there wasn't much acting done mm. like mm. just mm. take mm. her out yeah because uh give back his name again daryl daryl weird name All for right, a girl daryl your name is now daryl so uh, that part where she pokes her eye out and, hey. she, and she leaves her freaking out in the bathroom. Yes. She wasn't supposed to freak out. She was supposed to sort of like like fall over and struggle a bit and sort of be dead. But apparently she over like like overacted <gasps> to to make it, it was actually you know you know when a scene gets to a point and then you like you like just you know yeah 
yeah, just carry oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To to on to specifically get uh, Quentin to laugh. That was not, and he was. He was apparently hosing himself, and they kept it in the film. They were freaking out and breaking down the bathroom. That wasn't part of the. Well, I suppose it makes more sense because why would you die? Okay, mm. obviously loss of blood could be a possible mm. cause, but mm. like that wouldn't be a quick death. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? But like, you're not gonna die from having your eye, eye gouged no. out. So I suppose that was good in a mm. way because it made it more realistic than yeah. her just flopping over dead. Mm. You're like, wait, why did mm. she die? <laughs> well, maybe she sort of leaves her like behind, so she like falls down. No, 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 and then, and then she like walks out and. She but for me, it was so fitting, though, because I liked Pai Mei. And the fact that she mm. killed Pai Mei, and wasn't he the one that first gouged out her one eye? He was the, the reason her first eye was gone. Yeah, so then do, Uma do, Thurman, do, do. who was kind of like his best oh, yeah. um, student, and the only yeah. student that he taught the, Pai what Mei. was it, the five palm, what? Point? Uh, I wrote it down, five point palm exploding hot tick. There we go. Um, the, the fact that she gouged out her other eye mm. for me was like payback yeah. for her master mm-hmm. right yeah no it was in, it was really intense so and then you know it, it was it was the end of the film so you know when Uma Thurman's the bride goes mm. to she's now searching for, yeah. Bill, for Bill so everyone else mm. is dead and then she goes to that Spanish guy who owns a brothel who's mm. also a gangster who kind of taught Bill everything that he knew she goes there apparently that brothel segment uh, was the last scene of the movie to be shot and it was filmed at a Mexican brothel and all of the female extras were sex workers that uh. worked there Great. So that is... Were their names in the credits? The, I don't know. I didn't watch the... You know there was an ending... There was an legal? end credit scene. Is it legal? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> is that even legal? Because our brothels... Sex workers. Are, yeah, that's why I'm like... Our brothels a legal thing. All right. S- excuse me. Can I just <laughs> uh, find... But that guy was so weird though because like he was... He was... I don't know how to explain it. I felt like he was in slow motion. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when he blinked, he like... <laughs> He, he looked high. He looked no. He looked like he was a gangster that had been high and drunk too many times, and so his body was just like. Maybe that's what they had to do to get him on the movie. Maybe it was a real. Maybe that was him not acting. Maybe that was. I was just like, this is what this guy's weird. He's like blinking in slow motion. He literally was blinking in slow motion though. <laughs> he really was. This is weird. And then yo, when he called the girl over. To, to offer Uma a drink, but then showed that he'd cut her lip mm. because she she had done something. And obviously, he was threatening her to say, like, be careful what you're, what you're trying to do here because, like, I will kill you type of thing. That was, that was intense. All right, people, here we go. Prostitution is illegal in the vast majority of the United States. As a result, state laws, rather than federals, it is, however, legal in some rural countries within the states of Nevada. Prostitution, nevertheless, occurs elsewhere in the country. I feel like Mexico, it could then be legal. And maybe that's why they they went to Mexico. Mexico. Because, like, I'm sure you could get arrested. Prostitution in Mexico is legal under federal law. There we go. (laughs) Ah, Each one of the 31 states enacts its own prostitution law and policies. So, in other words, in the one... uh, in the one state, you may slap them. In the other one, you may not slap them. In the other one, you may pay them a wage over a certain amount. Different laws, you know. This is a very weird states. conversation that we've gotten ourselves yes. into. You heard it the first time <laughs> on the movie show, folks. There we go. Didn't know that, did you? Now you know. Okay. 
Another thing, so I was watching behind the scenes footage and Quentin Tarantino looks like he had so much fun on the set of Kill Bill. Like literally every time they finished a take, he was just laughing. Mm. Like literally that was Quentin Tarantino. Mm. So I really think he like really enjoys the whole filming process. Yeah. But also apparently, you know Bud's hat, so Bill's brother Bud, yeah. he works by that um, that pub, that nightclub, whatever. Mm. The, yeah, the club. And then he goes there and then the club owner says to him, I hate that hat, take it off. You know that whole scene. Mm. So apparently... The Quentin Tarantino right-hand director didn't like the hat that Michael Madsen, who plays Bud, would wear when on set. And so he tried to talk Michael out of wearing it, but that didn't help anything. Michael refused, which I'm just like, what? why are you refusing? The director doesn't want it. Why are you out here saying no? Like, it's his film. What's wrong with you? Can we just think so of- then wait, 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 wait for it. Quentin is a brilliant person. Uh. So Quentin then got back with a little change in the script the next day. And Michael Madsen had to follow it. And that's what you see in the film. So the owner of the nightclub says to him, I hate it when you wear that hat. Take it off. And then you see him take his hat off. That was written into the script because Michael Madsen didn't want to not wear his cap. So Quentin was like, okay, I'll just make you do it in the movie then. Quentin. Quentin. Nice one. Clever <laughs> one. Brilliant. And then originally the Kill Bill films were supposed to be one epic four-hour film. Yep. So... But unfortunately, um, four hours. Yeah, the world is not yeah. incli- uh, what's the word inclined to four-hour yeah, films. Yeah. So they decided it would to be cool. But I think one and two is cool. Yeah, I suppose I think that's so. Pretty awesome. I, I feel okay. Obviously, in cinemas, you can't do this. Mm. Like you can't watch it in parts. Mm. But like in normal life, like mm. I know me and you, like we'll watch a film, yeah, watch and then if something happens and we can't continue, mm. we'll just stop although, it. Although four hours, four hours is quite long. Must be quite you longer. watched the two hours that I watched. Mm. I definitely, I didn't plan to mm. watch volume two in one go. It, mm. it caught me. At, at, I literally was like, just a little bit more. Just <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> and then I yeah. watched the whole thing and I was yeah. like, fully satisfied. Yeah. But then also, what I loved about the film was Quinson always does your chapters. Most films don't do this. He literally will show you each chapter. So he'll call like the one chapter, The Massacre at what was it wherever she got married that or place. yeah she'll call, he'll call it like the different chapter names and mm. each chapter pays homage to a different film genre which you get in the movie oh that's cool it is cool right more depth in so that, like right? the 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 whole where she mm. goes to pai may for her training like that's definitely mm. like the whole you know like training karate kid type ding, of ding, 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 yeah ding, ding, ding. and then the the whole bad sequence was very like western etc yeah. etc et mm. so like i like how he he actually like he pl- he paid homage to different film Johnny. genres. Yeah, mm. this mm. this film is classified as an action martial arts film. So you know the first one was an action crime, yeah. which you were upset mm. about the crime. This one yeah. they said action. Not really a crime. Martial Although arts. killing someone is a crime, but if it's someone. It's reve- the best way to describe yeah. it in its simplest form is mm. it is a revenge film. Yeah, hence the title. Uh, what I think really worked out with the volume one and volume two. So uh, the first volume, Quentin actually, you know, we've we've given the fact that, uh, you know, Quentin wants the actor to stick to, to the script mm. uh, to the point that uh, one of the actors actually said, you know, hey, what if I, you know, just uh, just throw in a bit of this and that. And then uh, his, his response was basically, I did that already in the script, just stick to the script, you know, type of thing. But uh, volume one w- was quite strict on that. So you'll see how, you know, 
yeah, I've, I've, like we said, it's more that like martial arts, the mm. uh, crime. Yes, the crime. Uh, what crime? Crime what? Crime, action. Crime action. Yes, but in this film. He so you said in this one you saw a lot of the behind the scenes. He was a lot more laughing and enjoying the film, and that's because in this film, he sort of just gave them a like the first film was like a nudge, you know, to hey this is this is the direction I want you to go in. With volume two, he said by this by this time, uh, he had sort of let them sort of carry on in their character, hmm. wh- wh- how they had found. So if, if you look at a lot of the lines. Um, there was one specific video that I found online where as they're going through the the sequence of the film, it's showing in the corner what was on script. Oh, that's so and cool. And you can see how they sort of, how he let them go off a little off bit. A bit. So, and that's probably why he enjoyed it a lot. And something that was, for me, quite fascinating is how in the first film, uh, the bride is 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 a woman out for, for, for uh, avenging. Mm, revenge, yeah. Because of, yeah. her, because of her, her daughter. Mm. Then, of course, it ends. Mm-hmm. She's still alive. And we see how in the second Kill Bill, which is what makes it different, is that now she becomes a mother who's mm. now rescuing her daughter. Mm. And she's still... I mean, even with the whole thing where, where Bill still like tries to tell her, you know, like a, you're like Superman. You know, there's still a killer there inside of you. You know, even if you're the mother, you still... And, I mean, Bill's evil, man. Because he was even trying to get the daughter, Bibi, right? Yeah. To, to, to like already start steering her into like this whole assassination. Like, yeah, why did assa- she kill again her fish? She, yeah, the fish. Step on the fish. I'm just like, I'm just like, you evil man. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know that her name, Bibi, was a homage to Bill and Beatrix? Because, you know, oh. so that's why they named her the wow. child Bibi because of the two. Yeah. Yeah, wow. The Uma Thurman did a brilliant job, though, because she actually said... So I watched an interview where she was speaking about the fact that when, when they were starting the whole production, obviously not filming yet, but when they were starting the production, she had just had a baby, literally three yeah. months prior. So she said she was still, you know, like quite heavy from that and she was still even um, nursing the baby. Yeah. So like she'd literally come out of just having a baby. And if you look at Uma Thurman in this film, she doesn't look anywhere close to having a baby except for when she's pregnant. But even then, she looks like She a had a baby the way like every pregnant woman wants to yeah, have a baby. Have a baby yeah. Yeah. So she said she had to go into serious training and she actually said it was very, very difficult. And she said there would be times where her body, she would almost get to like the limits and she'd mm. feel like, I can't go any further than this. And that would only be 5% of what Quentin expected for her to do. Oh. So it was like really hectic. The stunt coordinator that worked with her actually was the same stunt coordinator that worked with Keanu Reeves on the three Matrix Matrix oh, films. So she got the same wow. stunt coordinator. Yeah. But she said that for three months prior to the, the start of shoots, mm. she trained for three months. She trained five days a week, Monday to Friday, from 9 a.m. to 5 PM. Okay. She trained the whole day yeah. for three months. So literally, that is like Olympic style training. It, that is that Olympic style training. She could be a martial arts teacher. She really could. In fact, most probably most actors. And she said before that she she wasn't much into sports. Mm. She liked dancing, but not that she was very good at it. She just liked dancing. But she was always, as a child, she was into theater and drama mm. and acting. And she said she was always she was that child that was too tall for their age. You know, when you're like just yeah. awkwardly tall. Um, she she started modeling at the age of 15 but obviously that was because like she was super tall and super skinny yeah. and but she'd never ever done like sports or anything like that so this was really a, 
a big push for her. And also, mm. she wasn't not that she was old, but she was in her thirties when when she she did this. So it wasn't like she yeah. was twenty one or in her yeah. And wow. she'd had two children, and mm. so it was like it really was a lot for for her as mm. a mother and a woman. And mm. but she did a very good job because I still remember looking at her looking at her body in the film and thinking she looks her body they. You know how you like her body fits her character. Mm. You know how sometimes you see these chicken, they're like super skinny, but mm. there's like no muscle on them. But they're like killing all the guys mm. and doing all the things, and you're just like, um. I don't think so. Yeah, she didn't look like that. She I really did get, look. I often get that, and like, like, like with no, whatever you want to call it. But uh, a lot of chick to guy fights I find in movies are a bit over. Yeah. Because it's like, and look, maybe there is, comment below, maybe there is a way that you, uh, 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 in fact, not maybe, there probably are ways that you can use the person's body weight against them. But the way that it's done, you just like, like you get this like skinny chick and yeah. she gives the guy one kick in the side and then pushes him through a door and he goes flying through like three walls mm. and, and it's like this big built oak that can take and then he's finished and you're just like ah it needs a bit more you know for ah. me Quentin didn't do that with no. this one he really didn't he often would use so she either was very skilled with her sword mm. which then easily would yeah. kill people regardless of their size or she she'd learn techniques for example like the the five palm thing where mm. you know that will kill someone regardless of your size mm. just because you know the technique that of is it. more specific yeah. to that technique so she, she knew death techniques in yeah. a way so she knew how the, the human body worked and mm. how you could use it against itself for example but like even when she gets captured by bud i mean she struggles like she really tries to get out and she can't yeah, so, so like yeah mm. you it, instead of it like the fact mm. that she was buried alive just the fact you know in most films she wouldn't have they wouldn't have been able to, she would have at the mm. last minute you know and then yeah. killed them or someone would have come or something would have happened but she was buried alive mm. that's it and then she got herself out <laughs> yeah just did that 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 scene and i loved how they went back to isn't wasn't that the point where they yes, went back to her training yeah, with Pyme? remember it yeah. calmed it because she she tried to sort of calm herself down mm. and then at that point she went back and then she was super focused and then <laughs> and then even the thing i loved was it wasn't the first time she punched no. the she like mm. she had to keep on at it mm. yeah no it was very good mm. i thoroughly enjoyed i thoroughly enjoyed mm. kill bill Honestly, it's at the top of my Quentin Tarantino mm -hmm. list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good uh, good films. Good revenge film. Yes. <laughs> if you're angry with someone, go watch Kill Bill. You know? well, should feel better afterwards. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because you're not you going to do what just, she did. Just, you know. <laughs> How was that ending scene, though, where she was on the bathroom floor crying? Do you know what I'm talking about? My word. You're like... My but wish. it makes sense though I, I feel like as human beings especially as a mother mm -hmm. as well you can't go through all that and then just be that's fine what, that's what i was saying the last the the volume two she's mm. th there's a different um side of her m a more humane side yeah did you see the end credit scene no so in the end credits scene, no, right? I can't believe I missed it. Yeah. So it goes back to the crazy 88 fight. And then she does the eyeball thing where she takes one of the dude's eyes out. And then they say, cut. And she's like, come on, let's do it again. That was fun. Wasn't that fun? And then it's, <laughs> it ends. <laughs> so that was the ending okay. scene. Huh. Yeah. All right. Awesome. 
So that was Kill Bill, Volume 2, mm-hmm. 2004. Yes. Three. I don't know. Four. One of them. Yes. Yeah. And uh, our next movie show, just so you can keep ahead of us, is... Death Proof. Yeah. With Kurt Russell. Hmm. That's all I know if about If you're a Kurt him. Russell fan... Are there any Kurt Russell fans <laughs> out there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you even know who Kurt Russell is? If you don't, when you see his face, there it is. If you and if you still show. don't know who he is, you're you're young. You're you need to go watch older no, movies. Both, because you know. I feel like older people know who Kurt Russell is. They they will because he was like the the dude, action you know, man and stuff, and, and the good looking yeah. guy. You know, all the girls are like, oh, have you seen Kurt Russell's uh, latest movie? I mean the name Kurt Russell. And then they go weak at the knees. Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's like Elvis. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I mean, still. Anyway, <laughs> this has been the movie show. Come on, Peace. Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better.